Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Um, hi, this is Michael Adams again, and it's uh, Old Religion Dystopia, Knowing versus Belief, and we have Kat, Kat Hansen with us again. You can find her work um, on her YouTube channel, uh, Kat Hansen, and just remember, it's K-H-A-T. I'll have a link in the information box for you. And Kat uh, has been going through an awful lot lately, and uh, so... Uh, one thing I'm going to say uh, thank you for joining me Kat <laughs> you didn't have to do this uh, my prayers are with you and uh, I pray that uh, Heavenly Father will heal your jaw and that you will be fine and that um, you will do um, be able to do his work and help people to come thank to know you. the truth yeah I'm sorry you had to have had the surgery and I'm sorry about the, the situation um Maybe it might, if you want to, and if you don't want to, we don't have to talk about it. But, but maybe people should know what has just happened and why it happened in the past. So, if you want, and if you don't want to talk about, it, we don't have to talk about. It. Um, uh, I'll just touch briefly on it because it's been so dragged through the mud so many times. You know, I'm sure people can go online and find out, you know, what all occurred. Um, and I put out a video as well years ago after it after the um had had happened i put out a video explaining why i um had disappeared for a while um in 2009 uh, almost 10 um i and my daughters were attacked over the same of the bigfoot being people trying to catch them (laughs) and uh Force that, yeah, I know. <laughs> some people, you know, some people's children. What can I say? Um, anyway, I ended up having my jaw damaged really badly, among other things. And um, I'm still to this day, I have to have surgeries done um, to replace the bone in the side of the jaw because it um, was damaged so severely. So I went and had surgery done on Friday. That's why you didn't be here today. So I apologize if I sound moody. I'm not. I'm perfectly lucid. It's just the fact that my mouth is really <laughs> in too great shape at the moment. Yeah. Is it, so. it, hopefully they're giving you some pain medicine and stuff like that, and it's numb. Uh, um, it, it's not. I wish it was numb. No. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Uh, well. So what are we going to talk about? I think we need to well, talk in author- about in, in the yeah. in the authority and the power of the the blood of Jesus Christ. I I pray that uh, He will heal you and that you can help and heal other people who are dealing with these these issues, these spiritual issues. Um, I think. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I do. I really I do care, and I care about all the rest of you folks. There's a reason why I'm going the direction I'm going because of my experience. 
Uh, it's it's this is bigger than stay a month. This is bigger than seeing the Bigfoot. There's a lot of uh, well, there's spiritual warfare out there, and I think people don't realize how easy these entities can attach themselves to you and cause problems. Oh, yeah. And if you're not if you don't have the full armor of God, you can be um, having a heck of a time. So. And so yeah. I want people to know that. I want them to know that this is not a game. You know, a lot of people are like, I understand, you know, the fascination of all these different creatures and, and you know, uh, the supernatural and all that. And But problem is it's real. <laughs> and these are real. Yeah. And the, the different, I mean, I don't know if you've been paying attention about with the things that I've been posting, but just the images that I've been catching, uh, you know, most of it's not a Bigfoot. It's some kind of other entity, some other spiritual entity that shows up. And, uh, you know, remember you told me about this, uh, you had a guy, uh, or you've had a couple times the people had experiences with where they start to see entities, even in the trees and the, and the shrubs. Well, guess what? Yep. That's what yeah. happens to me now. <laughs> so it's like one of those things, what do I do about that? Because, you know, when I go places, because now that they know that I know them and they exist, right. you know, the spirit, and I call it the spiritual darkness. These, these things live in the spiritual darkness and they want to, I, I'm not talking specifically about Sasquatch, because there's more than Sasquatch. There's right. more out there, a lot more out there than Sasquatch. People don't realize that. Most of the images that I see that come out of all other people's videos as well are not Sasquatches. They're spiritual entities. And right. uh, once they know that you know, they try to torment you, but they can't really do anything if you have the full armor of God. But they're still going to show you themselves to you. And they want to dwell something. And since they, many of them don't have anything to dwell, what they do is they mess around with trees and leaves and they form faces and that kind of thing and I'm like you gotta be kidding Heavenly Father really these guys these things are so desperate to be in anything they'll mess with trees I mean they'll form faces yeah. onto the ground and it's not yeah. me being I'm not nuts I'm just my eyes are open and for some reason I need to tell people the truth about what's going on well I know why because we have spiritual warfare and it's going to get worse it's not going to get any better yeah. uh, you know, with the movement that's going on there and transhumanism and the, the wanting to pretty much bring back uh, the Nephilims and turn us all into hybrids and and non, it could destroy the creation of God so that these things can dwell again in bodies. They're desperate for it. Absolutely desperate for it. And I know that's what's going on. So and they don't like that. I <laughs> And I, I guess the question I would have, if my experience is real, I, it had, you have had to have the same experience. Yes, many, many. I've had them since I was almost four years old. Um, these guys that you're talking about, they mm-hmm. actually, as far as I can ascertain, these are um, spirits. You know, spirits that I believe, in my own belief, that um, these are the ones that uh, Heavenly Father banished to the air around us. You know, these guys have a way of imposing themselves on people who, um, once their eyes are open, really start to look at things a little bit differently. And you can realize that, hey, there are things out and about and around us that I may not 
necessarily be able to see um, in their natural form. And once they realize that you know, um, they are, like you said, they'll do anything to get your attention, you know. And that's why I say people who um, interact with the Sayama or the Bigfoot beings, um, if you're not mentally prepared for that, you tend to go a little bit nuts, you know, like I was saying with the guys guys that I know that end up seeing everybody sees Bigfoot, you know, and they don't, they can't um, differentiate between the two separate beings. You know, one one is a being, it's a, an honest to goodness human, um, for lack of a better word, human type entity, and the other one is, oh, let me add that they're physical, and then you go to the ones that make the faces in the leaves and the trees and the bushes and all those, you know, that um, these guys are purely 100% spiritual. They are not, and not in the religious sort of way, okay? These guys right. <laughs> are, I know, they're not like in that way at all. These guys no. will do whatever they can to make you notice them. And they are able to... Um, levitate things, they are able to uh, manipulate the uh, flora fauna around them, you know, and hence a lot of people end up shooting these things unwill, you know, they're not uh, paying attention to what they're seeing, and so they just swing the camera around and they're taking pictures, and lo and behold, these guys start showing up. So Mm -hmm. they figure somehow in their brain. Well, I was out looking for Bigfoot, so therefore these must be Bigfoot. You know? <laughs> and, not, they're not Bigfoot. Uh, I, no, I know. I no. know what Bigfoot looks like at this time. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now you know. You know, and I, well, these I, guys physical. are not. No, they're not yeah. the physical ones. You, can, you, you don't see them usually with your naked eye until you, until you wake up. And then, they, they, like you said, they conform to uh, different things like leaves or branches or yeah. yeah, that that kind of thing, and so then you just have to look at it and go. I don't know. I mean, the only thing I do is I call upon Heavenly Father for His defense and uh, to bind, bind the demonic ones and send them to the abyss and call on God's angels. I know these are all things. Yes, I didn't take very seriously. I didn't take the, any of this very seriously. You know, I was under the delusion that there was a that. It, that we really were, it's like a flesh and blood battle. It's me against uh, the Jesuits or, you know, the Zionists or it's the false fake religionists or the, the, the Satanists or whatever. But no, it's not. It's it's, it's spiritual. It's absolutely yeah. it's, it's, The spiritual realm is so real. It's, uh, right. and if you're not, if, if you, the only way I know how to prepare for it is to fall on my face and, Submit to Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus. There's nothing I want to do at this point. I mean, everything else yeah. doesn't help. It, it keeps them at yeah. bay. It keeps them at bay, but they're still there. When I go out, you know, uh, they're out there and uh, um, real close to me, see, that's, fifty yards that's away. That's something from that they want. Yeah, that's something that they want from you. Is the fact that you're aware of them. So unconsciously, you're not meaning to do it, but every time you go out. Um, you're, you know, you're unconsciously letting them know that you're aware of them. You know, your brain says, oh, I see you over there, or, you know, I see you doing this. And they take note of that, you know. So it's, they're almost like children that can um, push your buttons 
you know, to make you do what they want. So it becomes a matter of um, walking out the door and telling them in no uncertain terms that you're not going to deal with them. Yeah. You know? yeah. I think that they want us to worship them. They yeah. want us to pay so much attention that we put our attention on them more than on um, Heavenly Father and what Jesus has done and and doing good, you know what I mean? Do good for others and all that kind of thing and realizing that these things, they're really not your friend, folks. I, I, I know I've talked to folks that, you know, that, that have different entities even, they live in their house and they, they think it's a cool thing. They think it's a wonderful thing. I'm, I'm scratching my head and going... Why would you want any of that in your life? Don't you understand what you're dealing with? You're not dealing with people that are entities that care about you. No, they don't, and that's just it. They're, they, people don't realize, you know, and it gets into their brain that they're having an interaction. So any, you know, it's like positive and negative uh, reinforcement, you know. Any interaction to them is good interaction, even if it counts as, these beings hissing at them, throwing rocks at them, you know, doing any number of things to them. They take that all in stride, and in their mind, they justify that as an interaction. Well, sure, it's an interaction, but it's not a good interaction. You know, you're talking about something that's totally, I don't want to say demonic, but if you ever have had... Um, interaction with these things like I have, you come to know that they're very sly, they're very cunning, you know, and they do whatever they can to get people to notice them. And once a person notices them, you'll know, you will notice that if you make contact with them, the next time that you see one, it won't just be one. You'll start picking them out. One, two, three. Here's another one. Here's another little group. Yeah. Seeing them. You do. <laughs> you know. You do. You yeah. do. It's almost it's 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 a uh, it's a double-edged sword. It's a curse and a blessing. It all depends on how you see it and what you do with it. Some people they'll embrace it and just want it. Um, yeah. Then there's others like myself who, in my process of investigating uh, Sasquatch or Sayabah I found out that it's real and there's but and then there's a, there's a whole spiritual realm out there that seems to um, accompany it whether they want it to right. be accompanied with them or not it's almost like they're cursed with all these things themselves plagued with them and um, yeah and that's it they're plagued you said the exact correct word they are plagued and the, the reason that they are plagued is that um, the stigma, for, for whatever reason, um, has not been divulged to me. They, I'm not sure if they know themselves. They just know that they've fallen away from Heavenly Father, and some of them are trying to get back to Him. So I look at it as these beings that glom onto them, you know, are doing... Um, the opposite. They're trying to keep them away. You know, so they come with them. They come through the portals. They come and hang around them. You know, they're like hangers on at, at the edge of their reality, too. You know, and they are plagued by them. You know, they don't They do everything they can to get away from them, and they can't. You know? 
And um, in studying them over the years, I've come to the conclusion that there are some, I'm not saying all, I'm just saying a handful, that um, end up becoming just as uh, misguided and misled as humans do with them, you know? And so they start interacting with them, you know, not in a good way. And they've fallen off their own path trying to get back to Heavenly Father, you know. And um, one of my elders that I was speaking with when I was probably around 17 told me that these entities, these bad ones, are um, kindred to um, Adam's first wife, Lilith. Um, ah. but she, she told me that um, when Lilith left, she went and dwelled with the demons and begat several more, you know, of these beings that are kind of in between our world and their world. And once I kind of took that under advisement, I started noticing that maybe she was correct because um, when you see these entities, you see that they are um, adult. There are some that are adult, some that are uh, in the teenage phase, some are that are uh, brand new, you know, they're very small. So it's like they're procreating, you know, amongst themselves. Mm. So I started noticing that. Maybe she was correct because I did, you know, and in my lifetime, I've seen the elder ones of those. I've seen, you know, the young adults, the babies, etc. And I know that for them to do that means that they have to have another spirit that is helping them. And it's not Heavenly Father spirit. You know, it's something else, evil, that's helping them. So... I just take it under advisement. Like I said, I've seen these things for pretty much my whole life. So I just, I know when to stay away from them and what they're up to. I'm like, nope, you stay away from me. Get behind me. I'm not dealing with you, you know. And if I don't give them the attention they want, um, invariably they leave, you know, they right. go away from me. And that's right. what my whole intention was in the first place, you know, leave me alone. <laughs> I think it's best that when people notice these things and I mean seriously I really need for people to hear that if you are involved in the Bigfoot community type environment and you start noticing these things on film don't start posting you know these huge long videos about these things because you're interacting with them and you're giving them exactly what they want you know you're giving them the attention and not only are you giving it to them, now by going to YouTube and posting up these videos about them, now you're giving them an audience, you know, and more people will go look for them, will go dig them out. You know, am I seeing what I think I'm seeing here, you know? And these are well, the same people that well, invite well, them well, back to their homes. Well, you're talking about me now, because that's what I'm doing. I'm the one that's <laughs> exposing these things. <laughs> well, you are, but you're not. You're not telling other people to go look. You know, you're not telling people, take my word for it. Don't take my word for this. Take your camera and go do this. There are a bunch of Bigfoot people out there that do promote these guys. You know, and it's one thing to make people aware of them. It's another to actively 
promote these things, you know, telling people, you know, you need to go look this up and go do this and go, go search them out because once you start doing that, like I said, you've given them more attention. They're going to come search you out. That's what it turns out to exactly. be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they are aware of you, you know, just as you have become aware of them. They've already known about you. You know, they've known about you as a yeah. human being forever. And they know what your weaknesses are, whereas you don't know what their weaknesses are. You know? So they, they tend, yeah. You know, and people don't even realize that. That's what I said. When I go out into um, interact with the same, uh, I carry um, my small little tiny pocket Bibles, you know, and you can get those anywhere. I mean, they're very tiny. They fit in the palm of your hand. They fit in your jeans pocket, whatever. I take mine with me when I'm out there because if I even suspect that I'm going to be messed with that way, it's throw down time, you know, and I start <laughs> start preaching at them. You know, to me. So oh, yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. You know, that's the best way to do it because people don't um, carry their faith with them like they used to, you know. They really don't. And this is the best way because we have dominion on this planet over everything. God gave us this planet, and he gave us the dominion of this planet. So as human beings, we have the ability to order anything and everything away from us that is not created or um, sanctified by Heavenly Father, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to, if it's all right, I'm going to read a message. I won't mention that yeah. her, her name is Susan. She wrote this. And uh, Susan, if you listen to this, uh, my prayers with you. It says here, thanks for praying in the Spirit for me as the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit be, brings me to mind tonight. I have a Bigfoot person from our other area coming over t- tomorrow morning. We've had suspicious activity around our home. And I've lived in town, but we are less than four blocks from woods. Uh, we don't know each other, but we both know Jesus, and that's what counts. I plead the blood of uh, Jesus over my home and property, and we have a trail cam set up. Thank you, uh, Susan. Susan, uh, if you hear this, one thing I would suggest is get rid of the trail cam. The reason why I say that is because you're still inviting this into your life. I, I, I totally, I mean, one of the things you guys can do if there's somebody having problems in your house, write that. Write that in, in chalk on the house, anywhere you can, you know, above the, uh, the door. Uh, you know, I, this house is covered by the blood of Jesus. Um, I mean, you do what you want to do, but I don't think, you know, the more you try to, this is my discovery, the more you try to discover these things, you inadvertently are interacting with them. They know that you're interested, and and in some way you're going to just keep on bringing it to you, but it's not going to turn out the way you think, because they're a lot smarter than that, that trail cam. And if you got stuff going on in your 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 house, that would be just that's the wise thing to do is call, you know call on the blood of Jesus Christ to protect your your home. 
those who don't like religion, I understand. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about something that's real. That's that I have personally experienced, and others have too. Um, and there's, and I guess there's other ways for people to do it as well. But you know, if you have, if you're being plagued at your house, don't promote it by putting trail cams in your. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just, you know what I mean. It'd be like me. So well. I, I, I don't want them in my yard, so I'm going to put trail cams and all that. That's you're just you're contradicting yourself. I hope you know what I'm saying. So you, Susan, you're going to find out what I'm saying, and you're going to realize that you're better off just forgetting about the trail cam. Okay, you know you had this experience. This is a lot of these experiences. Just no way that you're going to prove to the rest of the world what you had. It's your own personal spiritual experience, and how much do you want of this? Because most of the times, like with experiences, what I had, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, yeah, you know, same. I came around the yard once, maybe twice, but I think most of it, all the tricks and all the noises and all that, I don't think that was them. I think that was spiritual entities pretending to be them. I don't think they're they're true most of the time, unless you really invite this problem into your life for one reason or another, they're not going to come to your house and knock on your window. They're just not going to do that unless something has tempted them to do that. So don't do that. You know, these, they, they, they have their own, this is what I call, this is what I learned. I know this is contradicts maybe my Christian faith, but I've learned that they have their own sacred place and places. And if you find them, you're best to leave them alone. Leave it alone. Right. It's, a, it's, it's a big world. Let them have their place in space, and you don't belong there. Most of you don't. Unless, for some mm-hmm. reason, you've been called by a Heavenly Father to deal with them and to help them or, or to interact with them to, to inform people. And now people are going to say, this is woo. This is not woo. This is reality. This is... <laughs> I know a con- You know, if you want to approach this... And with a scientific method, you're going to look. Yeah, you're going to get footprints. Congratulations. You're going to get some hair and some DNA. Congratulations. And that's about all you're going to get. And for all these years, that's all they're going to get. And what? What are you going to prove? To try to prove to the rest of the world that they exist? Um, I don't think most of the world cares or wants to know. And I don't think. They're going to know. I don't think they're ever going to believe. So now that you know it, what do you do with it? I mean, it's like, uh, you know, this this, this wallow nest where they they have the young ones. You know, I got pictures of them, and I'm like, and I went there, and I like, and with a binocular, I couldn't see them, but with my naked eyes, I could, and I could patch, picture them. So which ones are the stem, which was not? I'm thinking to myself, why am I doing this at all to these things? They were perfectly happy and fine in, in doing their own thing, and then I show up and ruin it. I, that's what you're doing. <laughs> you're ruining your own life and their life. Does that make any sense, Kat? Yeah, it does. That's why I'm just letting you talk because you're making perfect sense to me. You know, these things will do anything and everything they can to mislead you. You know, they. Uh, basically lay by the wayside and wait for you to come along and then they bang you over the head and do whatever they can. 
to make you uh, speak, believe what they're, what they're trying to get a, uh, into you. You know, and these guys are ancient. You know, people need to understand that they have been here before humans, okay? So they've watched us every single day by the millions, okay? They know what makes us tick. They know what we like, what we don't like. You know, they, we're like an open book for them. And so they manipulate. And that's what they do to a lot of people. Yeah. And you just don't know Sorry, what you're... Sorry, my really... job popped. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Once again, but thanks for... I want people... Can't yeah. thanks for... Thanks I, for I come to see you. Go ahead. Yeah, I come to see you. I come to see you because you get it, you know, and I really like to talk with you because you actually get what I'm trying to make people understand. You know, I don't want people to be afraid to go in the woods, you know. I don't want people to be terrified. That's not the intention of my lessons. My lessons are to make people understand that we are not alone. So when you're out in the forest, it means think that you may, you know, you might be dealing with a Sigma, you know, a, a Sasquatch. There's a really easy thing to determine here, okay? Uh-huh. You can start saying the Lord's Prayer, you know, and even if you don't know the Lord's Prayer, just, um, I tell a lot of people, if you have the doubt that you are watching or seeing or um, exchanging, you know, gifts with a Sasquatch being, all you have to do is say, Satan, get behind me. And as soon as you say that, I am kidding you not. If it's not a Sasquatch, it's going to go away from you. Because you're telling it that you have dominion over it by, by saying that. You know? And these things are very passive. You know, they're very passive aggressive. They would love to interact with you on a certain level. But if you order them away from you, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, they're going to have to go. And that doesn't mean that they can't try to come back. It just means that they're going to find a new way to use their wiles on you, you know. Uh And I tell people, it's really simple. Just go out. If you think you're interacting with a Sasquatch being, I'm going to tell you right now, they're not going to run away from you. You should say, Satan, get behind me. You know, they're not going to you know, throw their hands in the air and run away. They're just not. But what, if you're dealing I, with something else. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was saying if you're dealing with something else, then they are going to run. You know, they're going to get away from you as fast as possible because they don't want to have anything to do with Heavenly Father. You know, they they want nothing to do with Him. So they're perfectly fine in making your life um, miserable because you're following them, you're trying to have an interaction with these things, you know, and a lot of times that's something that they will end up doing to people just because it it satisfies a need of theirs. You know, they'll start an interaction with the person, make the person think that they're interacting with the Yama, and then all of a sudden the interaction completely stops. So Uh that person is left kind of hanging, you know, and then they're like, well, what did I do to make them stop? So then they start taking things out to them. You know, I'll take them out some food. I'll take them out um, some rocks. I'll take them a gift here. 
Um, I'll go sit with them. I'll go read a book to them. I'll do whatever it takes to make them come back. And you're doing exactly what they want, you know, because they've withheld their, their advances to you. So now you're chasing them. You're chasing after them. And sometimes they'll give, you know, they'll give the person that's chasing after them um, a quick glimpse, you know, of something. You know, you ask the person, well, what did you see when you were chasing what you thought was Bigfoot? Well, I'm not really sure what I saw, but I think I saw some hair or maybe I saw a leg. Well, did you see the whole being? Well, no. (sighs) Then how do you know what you were chasing with the stamina? Well, because I know, because I was interacting with it, and that's what it did. No. Go back to what you told me. You told me that you were interacting with something, and then all of a sudden it left you, completely cut you off. And now you started chasing after it, and in chasing after it, it's making you go further and further and further to interact with it. And now you're bringing it gifts, you're leaving it food, you know, you're doing all these things. <laughs> so that way I know that you're not having a true interaction because the Sasquatch being would never do that. You know? I think, I think that most of them don't want anything to do with you, period. Right. Uh, the Sasquatches, I think it's the, the spiritual entities that most of the time are pretending to be them in causing you to uh, obsess over them. Um and get further driven deeper into um, uh, darkness. And uh, I, if, if you get, if you get blessed with the opportunity to see a fallen one, I can say honestly, I haven't seen a fallen one. So maybe you're right. Maybe everyone that I've seen was just a spiritual entity pretending to be one. Um, uh, would I like to see one? Uh, I don't know at this point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's like they were perfectly fine when I wasn't believing in them and I wasn't seeing things and I uh, wasn't experiencing stuff. And um, I think they'd be perfectly fine if I stayed away from them too. I, I don't think, uh, you know, if, you get, if you're if you blessed with the inter- interacting with one, um, you know, I pray for you and your your, your safety, but... Um, and 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 you know, counted I guess as a blessing that you experience something uh, that's uh, a special in this world. But uh, but to turn it into uh, an obsession, almost a religion, uh, you're just opening yourself up for some bad news, some real bad yeah. news. And I, I don't. It could be at times this day about doing it simply just to get rid of you and get you out of their their area. And leave them alone, or most likely, from my own personal experience, the spiritual entity is trying to pretend to be Bigfoot, and just and um, doing everything and everything they possibly can to get your attention and get you so obsessed that you pretty much um, forget all everything else. Well, you know what I mean? Your family, your job, stuff, and I just I. I I have friends that I've made, acquaintances I've made in the Bigfoot world and researchers, and I hope you hear what I'm saying. I'm not condemning you at all, but I'm warning you and I'm asking you to really think what you're doing and what you're getting yourself into, you know, Um, because I'm seeing all sorts of things. 
people catching stuff, you know, shadow people, um, different entities. I mean, I've been capturing all different things. And, um, uh, I mean, unless you're out there to, to help people, warn people that, you know, there is a spiritual warfare out there and there's good and evil. And, um, even in the spirit world, you got to be careful about what you're doing to get yourself into. It's, 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 the fighting game is going to end for you one way or the other. I mean, I've just seen too many yeah. bad things. I've seen now, and I've, in a short time, I could recognize it. I haven't needed to do 40 years of this. I don't know why right. that is, but it's like, I, and like, okay, they're there. There's, there's part of this world that we just, uh, we don't understand. But like you said, there's a way to, the only defense that I've seen, period, is the one defense that mo- that most people don't want to hear. They hate it because I guess they hate God. I guess they still hate God. I mean, I understand. I I did for a long time myself, and I didn't believe it. I, all these things have ter- turned me into someone who believes in the Creator and believes in the Savior and believes in the spiritual world because I've had these experiences. I'm glad that I've had them, but to be honest with you, at this point, I wish they'd go away. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're not going. They're not going to go away. I know that they're still there. And I guess it's our responsibility for those who have open eyes is to warn them, everyone else, what's going on and where, what, what road you're taking. You know, it's, right. you're, you're, Go ahead. Go ahead. You no, know, I'm agreeing with you. I I agree with you 110. percent And I think they do need to be aware of the road, you know, that they are taking because, you know, the Bible says. The road to to wickedness is wide and paved, you know. Right. So there's no there's no there's no trouble there, you know. There's nothing there to trip you up. Whereas, you know, the the path to heaven and father is twisted and crooked and will break your back, you know. And that's true. You know, you need to to understand that these things once they have you, you know, they they do the old uh, fairy tale, you know. Once I have you, now I'm going to keep you, you know. And people don't realize that you know and here's my my story okay i have someone that um has been in contact with me now for eight years almost eight years every day he's out there every day okay it has cost him two marriages it has cost him the relationship with his oldest son who will not talk to him anymore you know and it's like Excuse me, you can't keep going down that path, you know. I mean, what have you got to show for it? Oh, sure, you've got some some film, you know. But even you, you know, in my speaking to him, I'm like, you you don't have anything. And you tell me you don't have anything. You say, look what I caught, but I don't think it's a Bigfoot. But I caught it, and I'm like, okay, so what are you doing tomorrow? Oh, the same thing, same thing. You know, it's a good thing that he owns his own company. Otherwise, he would be bankrupt as well. You know, and he's been doing this since before he met me. So for eight years, he's doing all of this. You know, it's just craziness. And I feel bad for him. But at the same time, I'm like, I've told you to stop doing this. You know, I've told you to stop. And you won't stop. I've shown you what you're facing. You know, um, I've sent 
the only thing I can do for him, and I do for him every morning, what first opened my eyes, is say prayers for him, that he will quit being deluded, you know, and to please watch over him and keep him safe out there, because I have this horrible feeling that he's going to be one of those people who vanishes in the wilderness. And it's it's no um, no choice of his that he's going to vanish. It's because he's given in to these guys, you know, and they're, you know, leading him down the path, and he's following the path. And I feel so bad for him, but at the same time, I kind of don't because I've told him and told him and told him, you know, please stop doing this. You know, if you feed the bears too long, eventually a bear's going to eat you because he's going to come and take what you have. Yeah. You know, and that's what I see. I see happening with him. So I'm like, this makes no sense to me. Oh, I just, I want, I think what you're telling people is very wise. You know, in the short time that you've been doing it, you started noticing the other things that are yeah. out there. And these these things have been around us on this planet since we got here. You know, I mean, they they watch us, they know us, they read us, they use us, you know, and people giving into them just infuriates me because it's like they've got enough power. They don't need any more, you know, they don't. And to turn that over to them is, is demeaning Heavenly Father because you're taking away your power and giving it to them, you know, and it's wrong. So I know that yeah. Yeah. beating my drum here, but I'm sorry, but that's what I have to say on it. I really want people to think before they interact. I mean, if you go out and you're able to see a Bigfoot right then and there, you know, and well, let me clarify that. You think you saw a Bigfoot. Wow. What you saw was a potential body or a foot or an arm or a hand or whatever. Um, you need to see the rest of the body. <laughs> Because these things, these things can't make themselves be a body. You know, they can't. So if you, um, they're limited in what they can do. You know, they can't form another a whole being, you know. And I, I like for people to understand that what they're dealing with with Sasquatch is a whole being. If you're not dealing with that whole being and you're only, you know, seeing an eyeball peeking out of you at a bush and you go and you start taking it food... Um, you really stop to meet, you really think about this, you know, and you need to ask it, you know, are you attached to something? Because I really would like to see the head that comes with this eyeball, you know? Um, <laughs> you know? So, well, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've, I've captured, uh, I got, I know it sounds strange, but I've captured spiritual entities yep. literally 20 feet away from me pretending to be Bigfoots, literally. Yep. And, and you go, yep. okay, there's there's absolutely no way that this is a real Bigfoot because the only time I saw it was it captured on film and I was staring right at it. Unless, and people are going to say it's cloaking and all that stuff, but I, I don't believe it. I believe they're just entities. See, they know what you're looking for. They they know what's going on. And so they, they the, the, the spiritual entities can pretend to be other things. And they're not physical, but they somehow... God's made it so that uh, this camera, like the, the technology of a simple camera, can capture these images. And so, 
what do you do with that? So, I mean, uh, to me, it's like, listen, I, I believe that the vast majority of people out there that are Bigfoot researching are just being deceived. Something else is fooling oh, them. And yeah. they think, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm not saying there isn't a statement of Sasquatch. I think it's clear that they just they want to just be left alone and have their own turf. And um, yeah, it's so. Um, uh, yeah, these things. I mean, none of it. The reason why it doesn't make any sense is because we're dealing with spiritual things, and so these are not. They, they, you can't quantify them uh, using the scientific method or. You're doing a bunch of research, like researching um, uh, whatever animal you want to research. You know, most people think of, a, of an ape, but I don't think these, right. you know, Sasquatch, I don't think he's an ape. I think it's, mm-hmm. like what you're saying, I think it's something more um, almost human. You know, it's really close to us, um, but they have their own realm, their own way of thinking. Um, and, okay. um I don't know what to do with it except warn people about it. I mean, it's, I think it's more important to warn people about what's going on than to use this as a way of entertaining. I see guys using this as an opportunity, and they'll say, "Well, it's it's for you know their own good," and then it's you know. And, and I understand that people need to be heard what what their experience is, but the truth of the matter is, is people are being exploited. It's what's really happening, and yes. they're not yes. they're not giving they're, they're not giving an answer to these to these folks when they have these experiences. They just want to exploit the yeah. experience. And, uh, yeah, and here's something, too, I want you to throw out there, is that people who say they have alien interactions, you know, encounters, um, uh-huh. from, you know, the, the, the beings from outer space, quote-unquote, okay? Uh-huh. People understand that when you're having those type of interactions with those things, they're not from outer space. No. Okay, they may be from a different dimension, you know, different different doorway, you know. I mean, um, my father's house, you know, has many, is, you know, a big mansion here. It has many, 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 many rooms in it, okay? And you need to look at that and you need to realize that by him saying that, it's just, it's an allegory, okay? He's saying that there are many different dimensions to this planet. Okay, so these things telling other people that they're coming from outer space and you hear about it all the time. They say, well... I, I'll make up a name, you know, Zbot from outer space says that the world's going to end on September 1st, uh, 2017. And you see it flashed all over the papers and everything else, end of the world. <laughs> you know, right. and, you know, September 1st, 2017 hits and nothing happens, okay? That's because these things do not have the ability to make things happen. And they take great delight in making the person look like a fool because not only is he looking like a fool, but he's also got these 10,000 followers who believed what he was saying, you know, and they all prepared for September 1st, 2017 for the world end, you know? So these guys just got their, their, um, their junkie fill, you know, off of, of making humans dance to their tune. So people need to understand that these things that are out there too, when you're out there in the Bigfoot world, um, they're not your friend. Okay, case in point, there's a researcher out there, I guess, who who has been telling people that um, 
at the end of August or September, you know, I'm not real sure. I just know the person's name and I'm not going to say it, but I guess he had been telling them that, that, uh, the Bigfoot beings were going to make themselves known, you know, and something big was going to happen on this date and blah, 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 you know, and he charges X number of dollars for people to come sit with him and experience the Bigfoot reality and all this other stuff. Well, apparently the date came and nothing happened. All these people paid money to him to go see this, whatever was going to happen, you know, and nothing happened. So, He's looking like a fool, but then at the same time, who's the bigger fool? Because they paid him money, so he's not refunding money. So uh-huh. it's it's twofold, you see. So they've got all this damage that was done, and they're just seeing it. These entities are sitting there laughing their butts off at, at us at human's expense, you know, saying, look how easily we can manipulate them. You know, it's so much fun to manipulate them because they don't think. You know, well, if you think and you actually use discernment, which is what Heavenly Father tells us to use, discernment, then right. you can start looking at things completely different. You know, you can realize, hey, that's, no, that's not a big foot. You know, like, get away from me. You know, you <laughs> just don't have time for this. Time and money. And I'm sorry, I don't have a million dollars to throw out there at these things, you know, going from, one Bigfoot researcher to the next going, you know, falling for the next big thing or the next big conference. You know, I mean, seriously, if people would stand back and realize what type of, of tomfoolery is going on here, they would start realizing that they're being taken literally for a ride, for a financial ride. You know, I know there's one researcher out there that has conferences. People have to come book for his conference, have to go rent the motel rooms, you know, they have to eat at the restaurants. Think about that. You know, I mean, people don't really follow that train of thought, but if you do, you will realize that this person is making thousands upon thousands of dollars by lecturing, writing books, and getting you, his followers, to come, you know, basically worship him, and then when he says that something's going to happen, you all run and flock to him, and then it doesn't happen. Does he refund your money? No. No, he doesn't. You know, he just goes on and says, well, maybe next time. Maybe, they, yeah, they said maybe next time they'll show. So so let's go ahead and book for that conference, too. And people do it because they're hoping, you know, that they're going to see, you know, this being that they've been looking so hard to see, you know, and they need to understand that they are there. They just have not decided whether they want to have contact with you. You know, and if a, if a Sama is there watching, I guarantee you he's not been there for five minutes watching you. He's been there for years watching you. Right. You know, he's going to decide, you know, and he, believe it or not, they choose who they interact with. They really do. You know, it's just like you saying, oh, you know, telling your son or your daughter, I don't like you playing with little Tommy down the road because he's not a very nice child. Okay, so you're watching over your child, you know, and you're seeing what's around him to keep him, you know, away from, out of harm's way. That's exactly what these guys are doing with their own people. They're watching us, and if they see you doing things that they don't 
like or they don't deem as worthy or, you know, anything that upsets their motives. They're a threat. You know, if you're being a threat, whether intentionally or not, you are. um, And, um, you know, from my own experience, I know that just uh, less than 50 yards away from where I am at, the exercise structure has been built. TP structure has been built. I know they're watching... And they're watching because I've been watching it, and I like kind of trespassed a uh, kind of a rule, if you will, uh, some kind of uh, that I never knew of. But and then, but people should be warned about is that uh, you know if you, there's a certain you could trespass what is I guess sacred to them. Yeah. There, which basically is the night is theirs, their their time is their time. And they uh, really don't want to interact with you, and they don't want you to be telling everybody where you're at. I've had people call me up and, and say, "Hey, I want to come over and check it out." I'm like, uh, "There was one that I offered it, but I, for some reason it never it, it good." And I'm glad it never panned out. And I, I've come to the realization that it's to be the most selfish thing in the, in the world for me is to share it with anybody else. I shared it once with one person that turned out to be. A shaman, a crow. I think I don't know if you heard about that experience. If I told you about that, but he was very dark. He, he's involved in very dark uh, things, rituals. That I mean, he's he's actually seen uh, Lucifer himself through a satanic ritual and sacrifice. And uh, it was easy for him to have these things pop out, you know, and how do I know for sure that what I saw was actually Bigfoot, or was it just a, a shadow entity trying to pretend to be a Bigfoot? I saw that. I saw something pop out of what I consider to be the nest, but it, but it was just, it was a shadow. It was the most bizarre thing, and it, it was on top force, you know, it kind of looked like a frog. People talk about it, you know, crawl like a spider. It's more like a frog from above, the way their legs are right. and all that. And, um, I mean, we got all there, and I found all this darkness about him. I'm like, wait a minute, something is not right about this. How did I, of all people, run into a crow medicine man who practices, or a shaman who practices the dark art, uh, you know, in a place where it's 99% white people and there's a few token African Americans, and that's it? Not, you know, where I live in, it's not my choice, just the way it is where I live. You know, it's very segregated, it's one of the most segregated. Uh, cities in America. Who would have thought it would be in Ohio? But that's the way it is. And um, um, so, you know, how did me and him meet? You know, I think God was revealing to me something about how there's a very dark side to this, folks. A very dark side to this. Yep. And, and that's, I'm not. I'm not saying the you know the creatures, the the beings that are. The truly stayamas, the true Sasquatch, are necessarily evil themselves. But what goes around them, and what follows them, and what tries to pretend to be them, clearly are deceivers. Clearly are evil, and are not there for your for your own good. And uh, this stuff, this stuff will, you know, the spirit of uh, obsession. It becomes an addiction for a lot of folks. I see it in me. I yeah. see that. I see that. The spirit it has to be spiritual. I see that. 
just talking about this, you know, I want to go back and see that in the place, but I know that's not the right thing to do. It's kind of like, you know, being a crack addict almost. If that, I know it sounds extreme, yeah. but, but it's like you, the spirit of obsession comes over you and you're just like, I need to see more. I need to see more. Like you were talking about earlier about the one guy. It's not good. I see it over and over again. I see these guys and I'm, I'm not hating on them. I don't hate any of them. At this point, I understand the spiritual implications of all this and the power of it. And I pray for them and I hope that somehow they snap out of it and uh, they realize what's really happening to them as they draw deeper and deeper into this, this world that at some point it has to be spiritual. Something goes inside you, makes you so obsessed. You have to keep doing it and doing it, doing it. And you have to ask yourself, is that really healthy? Is that normal? Is that good for you? I mean, is it good for all concerned? You know, what's really driving you? Is it really to, is it stay a I don't believe so. I believe it's other entities trying to fool you. These things don't really no. want to interact. You know, you know as well as I do. And it, you know, if they do interact with you, you're going to be one of the rare exceptions, and there's a price to pay for it. The heavy yeah. price to pay for it, and you're asking for trouble spiritually. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if maybe you know, but I don't know if anyone personally who's died from stema. But I bet you there's other. I know there's a lot of other that the people have died from other people and and from their own obsessions. So right. you know, you know what I mean. So some other entity could end up pretending to be Stema, and yeah, you could end up uh, uh, the make. You know, if, if they if they tr- come through the veil f- far enough, they they can kill you if they want to and eat you and do all sorts of things. You know. I'm not trying to scare people. I'm just, well, I guess maybe I am. I want to scare you a little bit, just a little bit. I don't want you to live in fear, but I want you to, to really respect what's going on because it's, it's deeper mm-hmm. than seeing a Bigfoot. And the, 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 uh, all these guys are trying to do it, you know, I'm an anthropologist and all that. It doesn't matter. Your, your degree in whatever it is is negated in this whole situation. It has nothing to do with it. You're just fooling no. yourself and everyone else. So, so you have all these records of people having interaction. Okay, good in one one level. But if you don't tell people the whole story, or if you don't understand the whole story, you could cause people lots of trouble. And exactly. it becomes and it, and it could be generational. Yep. And these these spirits yep. can follow you. Uh, I mean. You know, you had children, and I'm going to ask you because I have a son, and I know that because of what I know, and inevitable if it hasn't happened already, I know that he's talked about hearing me saying stuff when he was with me. I haven't had it for a month because for the first time in six years because of all this, my health, and I think it's God's teaching me a really serious lesson here. Um, you know, he's going to have a – I believe that he'll probably end up having – interactions because I opened the veil and you opened the veil whether you wanted to or not. I don't think either one of us wanted to or not necessarily open the veil, but I'm sure your, your own children have had their own experiences because of what you know. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Like I said, my oldest um, 
throws holy water at him. <laughs> he won't even uh, deal with him. He's like, he, because he just is just done with it. You know, he's he's been around it his whole life, you know, and um, it's like he said recently, he said, you know, I didn't ask to be born to you. You know, he said, I didn't ask to be born into this type of life. You know, and he said, I really didn't appreciate it for a long time. You know, he said, I didn't appreciate the fact that um, we had to deal with all of the beings around the Sayama. Uh, he said it, it really, it really, really annoyed him growing up, which I did know, you know. But at the same time, he said now he can appreciate the fact that they um, can accept the Sayama for who they are. You know, he's always been able to do that, but he's at peace with the fact that these things are around them. And he said, as long as he has known that he has free will to either um, acknowledge them or disavow them, he has been fine. And he said that he never, um, he never got angry with me because I never put my foot down and told him, you know, you have to be 100% accepting of these beings around them, you know, and um, I told him, I was the one who gave him the holy water when he was 13 years old and said, you know what, if you don't want to deal with these things around them, you know, throw it at him, tell him to go away, you know, and, he still right. does to this day, you know, and that is the best way for him to handle these things that come around with the stay in law, you know. Um, well, it's just recognizing the authority and the power of Jesus Christ and whatever, you know, if it's holy yeah. water or like what I do, I wrote and a place, you know, uh, this place, you know, my home is covered by the blood of, of Jesus Christ. And, and you know, Nothing's really happened, you know. I've got to the point now, you know, there was, you know, I had the lights on and everything. I was so paranoid and so afraid, but I got to a point where, you know, the lights aren't on anymore in the basement or outside. And I'm like, well, if Stamma's there, he's not going to really do it. Stamma's not going to do anything to me. No, no. But the the spiritual entities around them have no power because of blood and authority of Jesus Christ and my faith in him. So yeah. that's the answer to defend yourself against this stuff. And so they're there. Now, you know, uh, yeah. and you know, and actually you can gain some spiritual power from all this, but you also got to be respectful to the creator and this is creation. And the fact that you, your power actually comes through the creator. Don't, don't turn yourself into some kind of, you know, I don't want to offend people, but there's going to be some people that listen to my show and your show that are you know, oh, witches and warlocks and all that. Listen, you're, you don't have the power. We don't. The power is very limited. It's through God. Yeah. Oh, and if it's not yep. through God, then it's through some kind of entity that it's exploiting you, and it will give you X amount of power, but in the end, it's going to destroy you. This I know. Yeah, it will take what it wants, always. You and know, and that's... I've, yeah, I've had experiences with that. You know, I mean, when I was, uh, well, that's for another story, but, I've, you know, about my past. So anybody who's got, like, our past, we, we we danced with the dark and didn't know it, didn't mean to, but I guess it was part of our life. We had to. And, uh, didn't want yeah. to, but there there is power. But in the end, there's, there's that power leads to destruction. So, yeah. saying that... I think this has been one of the best shows ever about 
stay Eva. What do you think? I think so. I think we needed to say some things that were really important that needed to be heard, you know, and other other people are not going to say that, you know, because we're all thinking about it. They're not going to say it because it's twofold. A, they don't want to seem like they're, you know, being preachy. And second of all, they don't want to say it because then that takes people away from the Bigfoot world, you know. They're afraid that they may leave, you know, and there again, that's like you just said, you know, that's a whole other story. Why do they need so many Bigfoot people? You know, why do you need people out in the woods 24 hours a day call blasting and, you know, <laughs> stringing up peanut butter and all this other stuff? I mean, it's just silly stuff, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, how, how, how many casts do we need, foot casts? I mean, I'm not knocking any of my, mm-hmm. my those are a research. I really, I'm not. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I'm just warning you. I'm just saying there's going to be that there's it's, there's serious danger in this, and it's spiritual. Yes, it and I want to say that it's like um, my field in archaeology. Okay, remember what I said before about I have an issue with archaeologists that can go and pick out a dinosaur fossil that um, just we'll just say um, a 32-foot-long ichthyosaur, okay? How can they tell you that it only lived in a 30-foot lagoon, that it only ate a certain species of fish, that it only did these things at this time of year? They have absolutely no idea. They're just putting in their thoughts. And that's exactly what the Bigfoot world does, okay? They go out, they get the foot cast, and they tell you, yeah, this was a 675-pound male Sasquatch. He did his problem. <laughs> How do you know? You know, in seriousness, you know, come on now. Be truthful, people. This, If you can't take a step back and look at these researchers that are telling you these things, then you are already lost down that path because you're not using discernment. You're not using a keen eye to catch the untruth, you know? And that's the thing we needed to say here is that there are not just one thing that's throwing up untruth, but several things, be they human or otherwise, in the Bigfoot world that are misleading people. And people need to stop and use discernment, you know? Absolutely. I think so. You've really got to open up. Uh, get well. It's a hard thing to do, but unless you, you know, if, believing in God in, in, in the first place is supernatural. <laughs> so it starts from there, yeah. and then once yeah. you have that, and then you start having these supernatural experiences. You start to put it all together, and you say, "Okay, we're dealing with things that are spiritual. Some are are probably mundane. Don't." Just doing their thing. Many aren't. They're, they're not. There's benevolent and there's malevolent ones, you know. So, which are the benevolent ones? Which are the, I mean, how much do you want to know about all this? You know, and it, it, it gets bigger than and the than the 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 entity, the big uh, stamma. I mean, uh, oh yeah, it, it's, it's almost already it's, it's almost like a tra- it's like a tragic story, really. It's more of yeah. For them, in particular, you, knowing the fact that these things, these poor, these poor entities, these beings, uh, are plagued by these other stuff, these other entities. Yeah. 
I mean, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's, it is tragic what has happened and what has been happening probably for, uh, for a very, 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 very long time. And, um, yes, you know, and people need to understand that, you know, I mean, think about that, put yourself in, in their shoes. You know, I always tell people I am my brother's keeper because they are our brothers and I do have to keep them safe and I do have to keep them sane and I do have to keep them accepting of what I am as well, you know, and what comes with me and what comes with me and walks beside me and helps me is heavenly father, you know? So I always use him as discernment for them. And here's another thing that people need to be aware of. I know many people in the Bigfoot world don't talk about this, but a lot of them, a lot of them have found crosses that have been left by the Stayama people. Uh-huh. And that is the truth. My Stayama make crosses. You know, they put them, they're not like, you know, you see in a, in a religious store for sale. You know, they're made out of sticks and they're made out of, of woven together branches and things. And rocks, they've marked them out with rocks as well. These guys are very aware of what a cross represents. And if you find a cross, not an X, but a cross, that's telling you that they are there and that they are believing in Heavenly Father. But don't be bringing your garbage to them. You know, they've already got <laughs> enough garbage, you know, to deal with. You know, and that's what these entities well, well, are. They're garbage. What, what do you think the yeah. X means? Well, the X is always going to stay out. They don't want you there. You know, it's a way of letting human beings know, this is my fence line, you know, and whatever is beyond the X is me. You know, this is our property, our home, our area that we inhabit. We don't want you here. You know, I tell people that all the time. So so what about about all these researchers that go out there and they find the X's and they they keep finding X's and they, they keep coming back and they find more and more X's. And then they they obsess about the axes and the tree structures. I mean, it seems to me, you know, some of these places where they keep finding more and more axes is like their way of saying, uh, get out. Get out. Once wasn't enough. You know, here, let me, let me give it to you. Okay. I give you a a six foot tall X, you know, two or three of them lined up. Okay, that should be enough warning. I mean, even in humanity, we know that X means danger, means don't drink, means poison, means whatever. It means don't come here. Okay, now your six-foot Xs have turned into 10-foot Xs. Now your 10-foot Xs have turned into, oh, my heck, look at this 15-foot tree. There's two of them now. These two 15-foot trees now make this huge, enormous 15-foot tall X. You know, and it just means that they're getting more, they're, they're like, how dumb are you that you don't see the first one? Let me build a second one, you know, and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, until it finally comes to a head. And I hate for people to see, to, to hear this because like with mine, um, they were being pushed back because the BLM kept selling land off around them. So then we've ended up with the skull tree, you know, the tree full of skulls. And it is a horrible thing to see. It reeks. It's got dead animals in it, you know. I mean, they're to the point where they're like, hey, you didn't pay attention to the exes. You know, you didn't uh, pay attention to me yelling and throwing rocks at you while you were coming onto my land to survey it. So now we've done the next best thing. You keep pushing us back, back, back. And now we're showing you a primal fear. Humans have 
um, a primal fear in them. When we come across a dead animal hanging in a tree, we immediately start looking around for what hung that animal there. Okay, uh-huh. so imagine a 20-foot-tall tree filled with skulls. You know, I mean, people hit that and they're like, they turn around and go the other way. They literally run out of that edge of the forest. They're like, I'm done. I can't be here. I don't know what that is, but I don't want to deal with it. So they associate it with Satanists. They think Satanists are doing that. You know, whatever it takes to make them run away, the same are going to do it. You know, they want them away. And people always said that they were throwing rocks at me. You know, and, I, and so I thought it was a game, so I started throwing rocks at them. Well, huh. then bigger rocks started coming, you know, and bigger and bigger and bigger, you know. And, hey, Kat, what does a 20-pound does a rock mean when it's hooked right where my head was at? If I hadn't moved, it would have hit me. I'm like, well, pretty much that means get the hell out of here, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because he's not being subtle. You know, he's, he's asked you nicely, you know, he's given you the warning signs, and you won't take them into account. It's just like people when they go out and they do that call blasting thing where they run the recorder of, of another Bigfoot talking, you know, it's like, um, hello, don't you understand, you know, what you're doing there? You're going into someone's living room, you know, and it's like picking up the phone call and saying, hey, dummy, pick up the phone. I'm, I'm going to yell some obscenities at you because you don't even know, you don't speak Sasquatch. So you don't know what is on that tape, but you're blasting it into this guy's house. You know, so he's either going to give you the response of, hey, I don't know what the heck's going on, so I'm not going to answer you. Or B, one of these times, maybe I will answer you because I'm sick of you doing that. You know, and if he does answer you, you better run because it's not going to be a happy ending there. You know, people just need to really think about their actions and be held accountable for their actions. You know, because Heavenly Father don't torment these things. Heavenly Father tells you, do not uh, torment Lucifer. Do not call him out. You know, don't antagonize him. Because to bring his wrath upon you is something that humans do not want. You know, it's hard for us to deal with these entities as it is. But to bring the full bore, you know, wrath down on you, I don't think any human being wants that. Uh, No, I don't. Well, let me tell you my little experience, um, what I'm going through. So like, like I said, uh, the place I live and then to the east, that house, and then there's a railroad track and it's like no more than 50 yards, uh, maybe 60 yards. Uh, let's put it this way. I can see the little X structure they had there and the, they put some logs there. I found, uh, bones like there's something sitting there at night and watching and eating. And I and I yep. clear what the the message to me is, is look okay you know where we are you know about us now leave us alone and we're gonna watch you until and see what happens so that's what's happening I mean I'm, I'm talking about the statement I'm not talking about the spiritual entity I'm talking about the statement right and so right. it's like okay I I'm, I'm getting the message you know I guess I gotta just uh, you know I'm dealing with something that. Um, that wants to be left alone. That's real. That's physical. That um, um, really doesn't have. Well, maybe it has a lot of fear towards us because of the potential of what can happen 
and they're just best to be left alone. And it's interesting, in the same place, like the park, some, a couple could walk. Nothing happens. I go there, and I get experiences. I think that they've always been there. They'll leave you alone if you leave them alone. But the moment you start bugging them, boom, you start... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. disturbing, or basically start know, knowing that they're there. Now you put them in a position where they have to, you know, worry if you're going to take it to the next level. And at the end of the day, I'm talking about stadium itself. If they have yeah. to, to to protect themselves and their their the young ones will they'll kill you, like anything else. Yeah, it just so that you you don't you know, blow the cover and, and cause them to have problems. So I think this whole thing is, it's got out of hand is what it has. Not only my own, yeah. it's just not, not intentionally. I don't think, in, in, you know, myself and them and, and a lot of other people, we got to just, we got to wake up what we're doing. We got to start listening to folks mm-hmm. like you to say, you know, this is not a game. And this is not, this is yeah. not the same thing as, you know, uh, researching grizzly bears. Uh, you, this is this is like way beyond it. Just way, way, way beyond it. And yes, they can live really close to communities, or they can live tens or hundreds of miles in the woods. You know, they're capable. Wherever there's enough food, water, shelter, they can live. And I think there's exactly. When 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 is it enough? You know what I mean. When is it enough? Yeah, we'll, we'll try putting the shoe on the other foot. This is what I tell everybody, okay? Once you determine that there's a stigma there, wherever it is you're going to interact with them, leave them something. Let them know that you were there because they may not be there at that particular time of the day. You know, and if you think they're there, leave them a gift. You know, don't leave food. Leave them something white, like I always say. And then guess what? You just put the ball into their court. They're either A, going to accept the gift and leave you something, or B, you're going to get nothing. They're going to take it and they're done. Okay, if they're done, then that means they're done. But you've given them the choice of whether or not they want to interact with you, you know. And people always think that because we're human, you know, and we're at the top here, that we can make them interact with us. No, we can't. No, we can't. You can't make them do anything, okay? They are just like another human being in that way, in, in that if they've determined that you're bad or there's something about you that they don't like or they're afraid that you're going to bring 10 million people to their area, they're going to choose to not interact with you, okay? And if that happens, then you as a human being should have enough common sense and enough wherewithal as a human being to say, you know what? I put it out there. They didn't want to deal with me. So, okay, I'm done, you know, and walk away from that. And in your mind, you know that they're there and you tried to communicate with them and they didn't want to, and that's fine. Or you're going to find that they know where you live because most of them do because, believe it or not, once you leave their area, they follow you. They have scouts and they follow So if they've decided that they are going to have contact with you, you're going to get up one morning and you're going to find something on your doorstep that you weren't expecting, you know, some gift from them, you know. And their gifts, people think, oh, you know, human-wise, you think monetary value. 
their gifts to them are completely different. Okay, they, they may leave you a dead bird, which means I have eyes, I'm watching you, you know, or I realize that you're um, spiritual because they associate birds with angels. So, you know, they're going to leave you something small on your, on your porch, and that lets you know that they are there watching you and that they got your gift, you know, and from there you can take the interaction the way you want to go. You know, if you want to go out back out to where you found them and leave them stuff, that's fine. Or if you don't want to interact at all, you don't have to go back out there. They've acknowledged you, you know, they've let you know that we know you're here. You know, and that we, you know, we think you're okay because we left your gift, and that's it. Well, you know, you know? My, yeah. Then my my experience. I think each people got to understand that each experience is a little different. Like mine, they're they're telling me obviously, uh, Mike. We know that you know about us, and yeah. we want to just uh, be left alone. That's what they want. They want yeah. to just. You know, uh, yeah, they're really close to people. And I thought about, you know, calling the DNR and all that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't know if any reports of anybody going missing. They're not really doing anything to anybody else, uh, humans-wise. Yeah. They Somehow they've been able to live so close to humans because yeah. of the situation that I live in with the streams and all the deer and all the turkeys and all the yeah. ducks and lots of food and resources and and it's not, you know, vast areas, really, it is, it's, it's, but the way it's all connected is this green belt. But just, you know what? I know what they're saying. They're saying, Mike, we know you're there. Leave us alone. We really don't want to interact right. with you or anybody else. Probably because they know what's going to happen from past experience. You got one person, then another person, and then another person, and then either, you know, they, they you know, Nothing good's going to happen, just put it that way, on both sides. And I know that sounds, there's some people that are not going to buy what I'm saying, and I, I really don't care at this point if anybody believes me. I know what's going on. You know what I mean? I've got the pictures. I've shown some of the pictures. I'm, I'm not making any of this up. Uh, it's it's just, it's not worth pursuing. I think it's worth pursuing the, the topic and talking to other people like yourself and, and the spiritual aspect and even the physical aspect and letting people know, but you got to be real careful what you're doing here because you're dealing with beings that are so strong, so capable, and if they don't want you to be around, they don't want you to be around. You, you have to listen to the signs. you got to pay attention. And they will leave you alone. I mean, they've left me alone. You know what I mean? Why did they left me alone? Because I left them alone. Oh. Uh-oh. So, uh, it's probably a good message to, to end with. We'll see if we can get her back on. There you but, are. <laughs> oh, there you are. Okay. It's probably the good message for us. You've done great. Uh, you went way beyond what you thought you were able to do. We've gotten like an hour and twenty minutes, something like that. So, but I think the, okay. it's a good it's a good message. Fear it is, you know, just you got to respect these beings. This is not a joke. Yeah. This is not. This is this is this is bigger than 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 most people realize. And you know, like my personal situation is, leave them alone. 
cat right. situation. If he's sitting up close to you watching you, you know, if he's sitting up close to you watching you, you, you know, you are aware of him now. You know that he's down there watching you. So he's keeping an eye on you, you know, and he's trying to figure out whether you're good or bad or what's going on, yeah. you know? And so. I think for me, my personal situation and for the community and for both sides of this issue or the same or the people, the best thing is just leave them alone. Just stop yes. going out there. Stop taking pictures. Okay. How much evidence do I need? Um, I mean, what, what's my goal here? You know, cause yeah, it's what's like, your goal? you know, it's to, what is it? Does it to, I mean, ultimately if I start bringing people in and doing all this stuff, all it's going to do is ruin their lives and probably others too in the process. Well, so, sure. You know, just yeah. Like, and you know, you're forced right there where you, you know, think about that. You take it a step further. If you start conducting tourists through there, you know, or research parties, the area has got to go to pot real fast because whenever people come in and start traipsing all over everything, you know, it gets destroyed. So they're going to leave, you know, and you, there, do you want to be, in your heart of hearts to know that you're held accountable for disrupting a whole, you know, family, making yeah. them leave their home. And then, you, you know, know, what's, the, what's, you know, yeah, if I call it DNR or something like that, and then they go out with their guns and they chase them out, where are they going to go? This, they're going to go somewhere else. Somehow they've managed where I live to live in peace yep. and secrecy while being so close. And it, obviously it's been going on a lot longer than this past year. Uh, or this summer, so what? What? What am I going to do about this? I mean, it's like I've been the struggle, and the struggle is, and do I? What's the most responsible thing? And I know this sounds crazy, and some people say well, the most responsible thing is to, you know, drive them out. I think the most important oh. responsible thing is just leave them alone. Yeah, just leave, leave them, them alone. alone. Why would you drive them out? It's their area too, you know. I mean, Heavenly Father made this planet for all of us you know, to be able to dwell here and live here in and on the earth, you know. So everybody just needs to get along, you know. And I really, I know it sounds terrible on my part, but I tell people um, that when I talk to them about habituators and things, when I tell them, I said, you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it as you're feeding wildlife or you can look at it as you are helping your brother, you know. I mean, seriously, I really like for people to look at them as they are their brother's keeper. I mean, seriously, because we have to keep this planet healthy. We have to keep where they live healthy, you know, and we have to all get along. And isn't that something you do with your brother? Don't you extend your hand to your brother and say, listen, I want what's best for you, just as well as I want what's best for me, you know? And these guys, let them have their area. It's not that big, you know, it and they're not it, telling. No, it isn't. It isn't you know, that big, it, really. It's a no. It's, uh, you know, and uh, for the most part, you know, for the, what I'm seeing is like, say, there's a couple twelve yards, and they go down to the creek and play around. They're probably not going to have any experience at all. They're going to yeah. do their stables to do the best to stay away from the situation because they really don't want the attention where I live. They don't want my attention. They don't want anybody else's attention. So. Uh, yeah. And so there's the, the physical entity called people call Bigfoot or Sasquatch or Stema, and then then there's the spiritual entities that are around it. I think you should really be worrying about. 
Uh, yeah, those you should be uh, arming, yeah. those 12-year-olds, you know. And yeah. That way, that spiritually, those 12-year-olds should be made aware of those. I have more fear of the 12-year-olds interacting with those things. And notice I call them things than the beings, you know, than the Sasquatch people. Because the Sasquatch people do not hurt children. They have no desire to hurt children. Okay, right. so they're they're done with them. They don't even want to interact with them. They just want to be left alone and, and stay away from them. Because the way they look at that is that's you know, as a parent, that's your your child. You should be monitoring what that child is doing because just like they monitor their children, you know. So if I had 12-year-olds, I would say, you know what, you don't have to worry about the Bigfoot. I'm not going to tell you about the Bigfoot. What I'm going to tell you about are these stupid little things running around down there that uh, try to get you to notice them. And once you start noticing them, you just, you know, and we explain to them, bad things live around the water in the park down there, you know. And if you really have to go down there, well, then you need to be, um, saying a prayer, you know, like I think you do in church on Sunday. You need to say that to yourself, you know, and that would be the extent of my telling the, my 12-year-old. You yeah, know. If, you, if you tell them and teach about the full armor of God and, and teach yeah. them that it's, it's, it's not a religious fanatic thing, it's a real thing. And when you're protected yeah. with God, you know, nothing's going to happen. Uh, these things can't yeah. do anything to you, even if they try. Uh, but if you forget about it and you're trying to be on your own, uh, listen, there's other entities out there just waiting to, to jump inside you or to control you or to scare you or to eat you or do all sorts of things that are yep. negative. And it's all been lumped in together as Bigfoot, and that's the problem. That's not. There's, it's not. There's you know, Sasquatch, and there's a whole bunch of other things that are the problem, and that's not being talked about, and I'm really worried for people because the, the things they're not being talked about are much more of a concern as you just brought up than Bigfoot. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know, I think so too. And I, I think uh, your show educates people that way, you know, because you've got the pictures of some of them. And I think that posting those up and letting people know that that is what's going on out there, it kind of gets into them. You know, I can think of a couple of researchers, right off the top of my head, that need those. Right. You well, know, I'm, need to see I'm, those I'm, I'm sharing it, but, you know, I'm telling people uh, I'm not going to be taking any more pictures. I mean, that's, if you right. want to see all the different entities and you want to go through all this experience, that's your business, but just remember you're, you're inviting trouble for yourself and people all around you. And if yeah. you really, if you really care, I think, um, the best thing to do is to warn people about the, the spiritual dark side of this thing and that uh, leave well enough alone. There you go. That's the message to end on. Yeah, leave it well <laughs> enough alone. Stay away from it. Don't poke it. If it only, seriously, don't poke and prod something you don't know the reaction that you're going to get from. You know what I mean? Seriously, I mean, if you poke it, are you going to wake it up? Is it just pretending to be asleep? And, hey, guess what? It may be spiritually stronger than you are, you know, because you're not armored. And right. that, that's a good note to leave that on because people need to think about that, you know? Yes, they do. It's, it's, a, it's a very inspiring and a wonderful show in my opinion probably one of the best that's ever been done about this topic thank you Kat Hansen and uh, thank you 
I love you in the name of uh, Jesus and uh, our Heavenly Father and uh, your sister in spirit to me. And uh, I think we have a lot in common. For some reason, God made you the way you made you and made me the way I made I am. And so, but if, uh, check out uh, Kat's uh, YouTube channel, Kat Hansen. Uh, and she just did one about the types of the repti- reptilians, um, which is a good one to think about. And uh, and then she's got a lot of other episodes. And then she's been on a lot of different shows. She's been real busy. I know she's been doing stuff with Duke. And uh, um, well, there's a lot, a lot of information, folks. There's, and uh, you got to put it all together, like like Kat says, and use your discernment. And this is more than just entertainment. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It's warm, you know, so be careful what you're doing. So love you, Kat. Hopefully we talk real soon because there's more to talk about and um, to warn people about and to wisen people up about and to um, let them know the, the full spectrum of the, the story of Stama and all the other entities involved. And that um, yeah. we are... we. Spiritually, we are not alone. This world is much greater than most people realize. And um, although we have given dominion over this world, that doesn't mean that we have a right to just do whatever we want, go wherever we want, uh, without due respect for what you're dealing with. And uh, I don't know if that makes any sense, folks, but think through what I'm saying there, because um, there are, I mean, I'm hearing over and over again, these the bad interactions are because people basically have crossed the line, usually unintentionally, and um, you just got to wisen up here, you know. You can't just do whatever you want all the time. <laughs> There's other things involved. <laughs> so I'm going to end the, 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 the recording, but to stay on. And um, thanks to everyone who will listen to this. I hope you take it seriously. I could try to end that thing. So I'm not ending it. It's not ended yet, cats. So hold on. Some reason froze up on me. <laughs> there we go with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.